Hello everyone, I hope you had a wonderful weekend, and I hope you're ready for some more content. On this week's episode, I have a short news story about a cinema that lets you bring your dog to watch dog-appropriate films. Some fun facts, including unexpected ice cream flavours, and spider's webs being used as bandages, an action that you can try in your week, and a new short segment about which special days are being celebrated this week. So, if you like the sound of all that, then grab a seat, treat yourself to a cup of goodness, and join me in the tea circle. I should like to help everyone if possible. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. Human beings at our best are so inventive and creative and ingenious. Where there's life, there's possibility. There is discovery. There is possibility. There is freedom. Go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Live the life you have imagined. Your only limit is your soul. I am awake. I am alive. Welcome back to the Tea Circle. Thanks for joining me again. We do appreciate it. We do appreciate all the recurring listeners. And of course, any new listeners who come along too. For those of you that don't know, we had our first Tea Party episode last week, where Devin interviewed Vicky who is a fitness instructor and nutrition coach. I think it went really well. We've had some good feedback and you guys seem to have enjoyed the episode, which is nice. And we will be having Vicky back on in a future Tea Party episode to see how she's doing and where she's at and what progress she's made. So if anybody's got any questions that they might want to ask Vicky for next time, then you can look under the Tea Party episode, the Tea Party interview with Vicky. And there's a question asking you what you would like to learn about Vicky next time she's on the show. So feel free to send those in and we'll make sure to ask her all your questions next time. And if you haven't already listened to the interview yet, then pause this, pause this. You can come back to me later, pause it, go and listen to it and then come back. Come back and say, oh, you were right, Mark. That was a really good interview. You're welcome. <laughs> That's up on uh, the Tea Party interview is up on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, ready for you to listen to. And if you can't get enough of me, then there's another three episodes of Tea Talk with Mark also waiting for you. It's a lot of content. That's a lot of content. As well as that, we'll also have the first episode of Tea for Two, which is next Monday. And Tea for Two is where me and Devin wrap up the month, talk about what's coming up, discuss random topics, and just have a casual chit-chat, which should help you guys get to know us more. With all that being said though, let's get into this week's news wrap. So I've got three headlines from around the world about stories that happened recently. The first one being... A lost 10-year-old girl survives 18 hours in a blizzard by hugging a stray dog. And then we have mysterious purple coating found on Mars rocks in every direction. Ooh, more aliens. And there is a cinema where you can watch dog-friendly films with your dog. If you're paying attention, you know that's the one I've chosen. So, let's hear about some uh, dog, dog cinemas. Why not? And if any of those other stories interested you, then remember all the links for the stories in the news wrap or in the episode description. So the story this week is, there is a cinema where you can watch dog-friendly films with your dog. There's a cinema in Manchester, which isn't too far from me actually, where dog owners can take their companions along to the cinema to watch classic dog films, such as Lassie, Hotel for Dogs and Scooby-Doo. 
the dog-themed viewings run every Monday for pets and their owners, and they have been adapted for dogs with lower sound levels, well-lit rooms, and tasty Scooby snacks. Even though the initiative has only just launched, it has been a hit with owners already, and it's been selling out every night. People love to treat their dogs as a member of the family. They don't just want to take their dogs on walks, they want to involve them in their whole life, said the event's manager Nathan Rigglesworth. Only humans get seats, depending on how big they are, some dogs will sit on their laps or on the floor. Most are running around saying hello to each other. Whether the dogs are actually watching the film is still up for debate. In order to keep the pets happy, the films shown are always upbeat and happy. Dogs just love to see something like themselves on the screen. This means that they can't show anything where an animal dies, so Molly and Me and I Am Legend are off the table. When we do eventually run out of films with dogs in, we might have to start looking at other animal-themed films. That's really interesting, I think that's a good idea. But in all honesty, I doubt the dogs are actually watching the film. So I imagine it's just like more of a hangout for pet owners, while their pets run around and make friends. Which is still nice. And I'm glad that they didn't show Molly and me, or I Am Legend. I'm sure it'd set some of the visitors in tears. I never cried the first time I saw either of those films. Don't know what you're talking about. Don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, even if I did, don't tell me that you didn't. If you tell me you didn't cry when Will Smith had to kill his infected dog in I Am Legend, then that is a lie. No, but it's a fun idea. There's plenty of cat cafes everywhere. I've seen a few dotted around. Plenty of cat cafes. So hopefully we can even it out a bit and get some more dog cinemas popping up. What do you think? Would you take your pet to one of these? Or would you not bother and just stay at home and watch a film with your dog at home? Let us know. Now we're on to the facts. So last week we had a poll asking you what your favourite fact was. And it was a tie between Little Penguin Island, Geese Squads and the Mysterious Egyptian Dagger. Which all had the same number of votes. And nobody voted for the Immortal Jellyfish. Maybe maybe some of you were stung one too many times and were slightly annoyed that there's a jellyfish that can replace its damaged cells. I understand. I understand. Although jellyfish do look really cool when they light up. They make useful lights. But other than that, Benham. On to this week's facts though. Fact number one is... Vienna in Austria gives out rewards for people who use their cars less. So the capital of Austria, Vienna has set up a reward system, offering rewards for those who get around the city on foot, by bicycle or by public transport instead of using their cars. Vienna is trialling a smartphone app that uses motion tracking to measure the distance covered and the CO2 saving made. When users have saved 20 kilograms of CO2, the equivalent of about two weeks of walking, cycling or using public transport, they receive one culture token, and these tokens can be exchanged for free tickets to various venues, like bars, theatres, cinemas and such. We want to reward CO2 reduction with a cultural experience, says Vienna City Council. If the trial is a success, the scheme will be rolled out to the entire capital. I think it's a pretty good idea for people who already walk, cycle and use public transport. It's an incentive for those people to keep doing that, but... I don't think free cinema tickets or free theatre tickets will be enough to sway people who already drive everywhere anywhere. Some people need their cars for work, for accessibility if they have a disability and whatnot. Some people just prefer to travel in the comfort of their own car. And I don't think some free tickets is going to change that anytime soon. What about you? Would it be enough for you to stop using your car and start walking more? 
And would you like to see this introduced in your city? The second fact is that there are weird ice cream flavours that you can try. I know me and Devin are ice cream lovers, and I'm sure many of you are too, but I found a list of interesting ice cream flavours that I don't think we'd be too keen on. So on this list, there's 25 unusual flavours, but I picked three that stand out to me as the weirdest. If you'd like to read the full list of 25 ice cream flavours you won't believe exist, then there's a link in the description for you to check them all out. Like I said, I've chose three from the list. The first one being pig's blood flavour. So blood can be used as a substitute for eggs in ice cream recipes. There's even an ice cream shop in various cities in the US called Salt and Straw that offers a pig's blood ice cream around Halloween. And they've called it Dracula's Blood Pudding. Apparently the end result tastes a bit like chocolate. Would you like to try that? Would you like to try Dracula's Blood Pudding? Or any form of blood ice cream? Maybe something to try this Halloween if you're feeling a little bit spooky. I mean, it can't be too bad if it just tastes like chocolate, but I'll t- I think I'll take the word for it, to be honest. You can keep it. Keep it. I'm not interested. The second flavour I picked is ketchup and mayo. So there's a weird restaurant called Freezer Burn PH, which is also on Instagram under the same name, and it offers a ketchup and mayo ice cream flavour, and they even serve the ice cream with a side order of fries. You know, just in case you fancy dipping your fries in that uh, in that yummy ketchup and mayo ice cream. The third flavour is Squid Ink. Squid Ink. So, Squid Ink is a highly sought after flavour in Japan, apparently. Its flavour is said to be quite salty and has a fish taste to it. Although it doesn't sound very appealing in taste, it does look quite cool. I've seen it. It's like a, it's like a full black colour ice cream. Very photogenic for those people who like to take pictures of their food. And if you want to see the rest of those weird flavours, then uh, check the link out. The third fact is, the Istanbul airport has sleep pods that you can rent to take naps. So the airport has installed 25 sleep pods, which are like mini sleeping cabins, that passengers can rent if they want to rest before or after a flight. The pillow and blanket can wash in a sealed package and are disposable. So once a passenger has finished their siesta, they can put the bedding in a bin to be sanitised and the mattress is disinfected between each use. The pods also have a storage compartment for luggage and a USB port and electrical output to charge any devices. I feel like it's a good idea actually, you know, for people who have been on a long flight and need a rest, and you know, they don't want to run to the hotel. And I know not everyone can fall asleep on a plane so easily when they're in like a, when they're in a seating position, so this could be useful for those people who know they aren't going to get any sleep on a longer flight. And if you have to wait for several hours for a flight, or your flight gets delayed or anything like that, then, you know, you could just rent a pod and go to sleep until your flight's ready. It saves you walking around all those stupidly expensive airport shops. I think I'd use one. I'd try one of those sleep pods out. Why not? It sounds it sounds cosy. And the last fact is, spider's webs were used as bandages in ancient times. So, in ancient Greece and ancient Rome, doctors used spider's webs as bandages. Spiders webs have natural antifungal and antiseptic properties, apparently, which help clean wounds and prevent infections. Spiders webs are also said to be rich in vitamin K which helps promote clotting. So if you ever run out of bandages and you're in desperate need, then uh, look no further. Just pop up to your attic or pop down to your basement and there you are. It also might be handy to keep a couple pet spiders around just so you never run out of bandages. Quite useful. Although I have to say, 
I am not a qualified doctor and any medical advice given should be double checked with a qualified practitioner. Myself, Devin and the T-Circle are not responsible for any injuries attained or limbs lost in the process of using spiderwebs for bandages. We're not in ancient Rome anymore. Go and see your doctor. Go and buy some bandages. What are you doing using spider's webs? You mentalist. So there's four random fun facts for you. Spotify listeners, feel free to vote in the poll below the episode. And again, let us know your favourite fact. Now we're on to the action of the week. And this action is pretty simple. It's an action that we can all do. And I'm sure we all want to do. So the action is to help the environment or the world in some way. As always, I've got some examples for you about the action. You could change your diet. It's a big change, but it has big benefits for you as well as the world. You could plant something, whether that be your own food or a nice flower or a tree. You could recycle. You could walk more, get out in nature, see the sights. You could use a travel cup, make it your own, take up some cycling, upcycle things, get artsy, get creative. Like the tyres being made in the pet beds back in the first episode. If you happen to die between now and next week, then have yourself turned into a tree, just in case. Donate things that you don't need instead of binning them. I think we can all do at least one of those things, and as well as helping the world, it also helps us. So be a little bit more mindful of the world that you live in and do your part. And as always, if you want to let us know what you did for this week's action, then you can answer the question underneath the episode on Spotify or... You can reach out to us and email team at thetcircle.life or DM us on Instagram at thetcircle.life. So we'd usually be into the outro by now, but I had an idea. I thought I'd try out a new segment and see how it goes. It's just a short segment and it's me reading out any special days being celebrated across the world. There can be some unique and interesting days that people celebrate and some of them could give you an idea to do something and get involved. So I'll just go through the days of the week and list off any special days that are going on. On Monday we have Just Do It Day. Make a change. Get involved. Go for it. Why not? And we have Compliment Day. Give someone a compliment. It's nice. It's nice to do it on any day of the year. So, you know. It's a bit late now since it's Tuesday, but you can still do it. (laughs) So Tuesday, today, is Opposite Day. If you always say no, then take a risk and say yes. And see where it takes you. It's also speak up and succeed there. If you have something to say, then say it. Use your voice. That's what it's there for. Don't be shy. And today is also plan for your vacation day. Is there anywhere nice that you want to go this year? Why not plan it today? It's as good a time as any. It's the time, in fact. And on Wednesday, it's green juice day. I don't know, just whack a load of veggies in a blender and off you go, I suppose. And then on Thursday, it's clashing cloves day. Wear something wacky and own it. Why not? You look fabulous. And it's also a chocolate cake day, so if you needed an excuse for a cheat day, then I think you have it right there. And then on Friday, Friday's Lego day. So get building. Lego creations are cool. Judge me all you want, but they're cool. Friday is also have fun at work day. So I don't know, have a little bit more fun when you're at work. Have a laugh with your co-workers. And then on Saturday, it's puzzle day. Get your brain going a little bit, do a crossword, do a Sudoku, Jigsaw, or any other puzzle to get your new runs firing. And then on Sunday, it's escape day. Whatever provides you with an escape from your daily life. Do it. Lose yourself a little bit. And Sunday is also yodle for your neighbours day. You know, just to annoy them. Just to annoy them, if anything. And there it is, a full week of special and interesting days. Maybe that gave you an idea to do something for one of those days. Either way, I hope you liked it. 
just an idea that I had. Let me know if you'd like to see that segment stick around, or if it was an absolutely terrible idea and needs binning. Let me know. Let me know. So that's it from me. That's another episode of Tea Talk with Mark. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the new segment as well. Let me know your thoughts on that. And remember to vote for your favourite fact in the poll. And also the question. Let us know what you did for the action. As for anything else, you can email us at team at life, Or you can contact us on Instagram at theteacircle.life. And remember to keep a lookout next Monday for the first episode of Tea for Two. I'm looking forward to it. But that's everything from me. So stay safe, stay happy and take a sip from the cup of possibilities. Goodbye for now.